so many people like to give opinion and they're actually giving the wrong opinion. Do you really know? Are you backing it up with data? Because that you can control by looking at what are the variables over here and how can I adjust? Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. On today's episode, we're going to talk about thriving in today's real estate economy versus just surviving. And how can you do that? Well, we're going to get into it specifically today, right, Andressa? Yeah, we're going to break down ways, specific ways and practical ways, because we sometimes people give a lot of strategies that are too big to be eaten with one bite. So we're going to give you mini bites that you can take a step further and not feel stagnant in today's economy. Okay, so we got two main steps because these are pretty packed in steps here. Um, so, so the first one is really staying current on what's happening in the market, like the market trends, uh, housing demands, and, and, and the kind of like overall economic indicators. So many times people on Jessa are so focused on the property that they're looking at and they're not looking at everything around them. So the key is to say, okay, do I have a finger on the pulse? We talked a lot about, um, you know, not just having the finger on the pulse, but really are you kind of assessing, you know, the market? So how do you do that? You know, and I, I wanted to dive into that a little more specifically. Um, there's, there's three pieces of the puzzle, three very important pieces of the puzzle when you're looking at trends. So the first one is obviously local, right? There's a local market. Um, I know we shared this before, Andressa, if you remember the, the story of us looking at a, 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 not just a property, but it was a, a vacant la- land close to where I am in New Hope, right? And we were looking at, uh, it was vacant and there's, there's actually a very dilapidated property on, on the site. And we were assessing, do we put, you know, right, townhomes, condos, there's a variety of options. But the key there was, we were a little skittish, like, okay, we're going we're gonna to do this. And, you know, in, in the current economy, this was a few years ago, we said, Andres, I know you looked at it and said, what happened during the last downturn? What happened in 08? Now, it's not the same exact thing, but you wanted to see, is it was it stable? Was it, did it really hit, you know, did it really go down in terms of, and if you want to share that quickly, that was a really powerful way to assess what has happened in the past what is happening now in your local market? Yeah, absolutely. So what we look back, I know three of us, you, Matt, and I look back and look and this specific market, it's it's like the, the storm never, ever passed there, right? You have other markets where you, the, the pricing really dropped and then came back up over there. It was a little, like a little wave. And it was like, just like a quick wind, right? That shows me that during a stress, stressed climate, that that, uh, region did not get affected. It doesn't, it, it's not like bulletproof that that's going to happen again. Correct. But it's data. It's a data point for us to make decisions moving forward. Yeah. And that, that's on the local level, right? And again, if you have not connected with that local township person and, and the local 
head of chamber of commerce. Those are important people to, to really connect with, to kind of get a, get a pulse and obviously do your research. Um, from a national perspective, you want to know what's happening nationally. If you're investing in the USA, for example, right? What is, what is happening in general? Where are housing demands? Where are people, where are population trends? Where are people leaving and where are people moving to? These are just important and things. Why? And why? Exactly. You know, is there, is there new, uh, companies coming in? Are, is there expansions happening? These are just important things to know from a regional perspective. Cause then if you're saying, I really want to invest in the Southeast. Okay. Now let's get even more laser focused. So I, I feel like people aren't even looking at by region, let alone the local. So you really have to kind of look at things a little more globally. The, uh, a way to give you some a resource, free resource, is the Bureau of Economic Analysis. Uh, if you go to um, BEA.gov, it gives you some really interesting economic analysis. And why I say you need to get a finger on the pulse from just like the general economy is because real estate is one piece of that puzzle, but it's all connected. Housing is connected to many other pieces of our economy. And so people that are really saying, okay, what are the trends? I'd also add in this bucket of, of market trends is affordability. You know, it, affordability is always needed. And I would say as people are getting outpriced in certain cities and certain locations locally, where are they going to? You know, where's the, as, as Andresa, you always say, where's the path of progress? That matters. And that's something that you can kind of really assess both on a kind of local regional basis so that you can set yourself up for success and not just get, again, so laser focused on a property, but you're actually looking at trends so you can best set yourself up for that success. And I, I love data, right? And I think that we need to be also super aware where we get the data from or who is providing that data. Because Liz, many times that person is not the best, the best person to provide you that data. And I'm going to share with you guys here a very clear example of what are the risks when you're getting data from the wrong people. Before I do that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Interest rates are sky high in 2023, and buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an 8, 9, or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, they've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high-cash-flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes. But how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. 
And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. So Liz, we were in a mastermind another day with our Strive members and one of the members was saying that the realtor that she's working with said or justified that the reason why her property is not renting is because there is a high um, high inventory. And then I asked her the following question. Did the realtor just say it? Did, did the person just say it? There is a high inventory or this person really provided like a report. Listen, look at the amount of properties that are in this area within a mile from you. Those are your top competitors. Those are the amenities that they have that you don't, that I recommend you to do it. Or you're a little high over here or whatever that is, whatever that is, they have parking, you don't. So just over here, it's like, no, it was just a sentence. So I encourage you guys to really do an inventory of who is providing the data to you and how is that being provided? It's just an opinion or are we looking at real data in order to prove that point? Yeah, I love that because it really assesses opinion versus fact. And I think so many people like to give opinion and they're actually giving the wrong opinion. That's even worse, right? <laughs> Because you don't know, right? You, you don't even know. don't know. Is it really true? Yeah. Or not? It's, it could be. It could be. But do you really know? Are you backing it up with data? Because that you can control by looking at what, what are the variables over here and what, how can I adjust instead of, oh, well, my property is going to be vacant because there is a high demand, a uh, high, uh, offer out there. And I don't, I don't have, there's a lot. Absolutely. And speaking of that, there's a lot of opinion when it comes to the second kind of key step here to thriving is is having a variety of 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 tools in your toolkit when it comes to creative financing. Mm. And I think that's so important and deal structure, I should say. You know, I think people who are thriving and setting themselves up to thrive now are super creative in how they're getting deals done. Um, I think you need to. It's not even like a nice nicety. I think it's a necessity in 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 our market. So a few things to think about, you know, so many people are familiar with, um, you know, private money, obviously, you know, private money lenders and, and, and equity partners. Those are common ways that we really grew our business. I'd say right now, because of the interest rates being higher, people really need to be very familiar with subject two, you know, and that, that strategy. So step two is really to, to that point, Andres, is really setting yourself up for success when it comes to creative financing. I think so many people, are looking at, okay, how do I traditionally finance this? And it's just not penciling out. I think to thrive right now, you need to have probably th at least three creative financing strategies and, and, and tools in your toolbox. 
Um, I think the first one always is to have private lenders in your in your toolbox. Know people who are looking for a better you know interest rate than that they, than they're getting in other places. Um, great BP book to to be really familiar to even be that private lender or to work with private lenders is Lend to Live. Uh, you know, and great great book. The other one is Subject Two, and I know Pace Morby just put out a book on on this this topic. But you know, you really want to, and whether it's Subject Two or seller financing. It's, it's thriving right now because the interest rates are higher and you're, you're really looking at how do you strategize and, and get into a property, um, and maximize that lower interest rate that so many people still have as, as a, a on their mortgage. So the key is to have, okay, do I have one, two, three ways to get into, to get into deals? Um, and, and, and you know, I don't know about you, Andressa, but I think that is going to be what the key is to thrive. And, and I think you need to get educated, um, to really know what you can and can't do when it comes to subject to, when it comes to seller financing, uh, when it comes to working with private lenders, you know, be mindful that you shouldn't just ask residential realtors, you know, these strategies, because some of them will just tell you it's illegal. And they'll just, you know, tell you to, to your point about the opinion versus fact. So you need to be braced with the information and go to people structuring these deals right now because so many people are right because of the interest rates absolutely and we are always bringing experts to teach you different tools different strategies during our monthly free events so check it out the realestateinvestor.com slash events and it's free thanks so much for listening thank you if you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.